0: From the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio, you're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, Cyber Gang, and welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast Practitioner Brief, Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. Good morning. It's afternoon in Israel, so good afternoon, everyone, tuning in from the Holy Land We've got a packed, packed show today, an update on MSI. Young Brands reporting a data breach. NPM has a huge problem on their hands. We'll talk about that as well as Android and a very interesting write-up by the Hill. Now Americans fear cybersecurity attacks more than nuclear war. We'll talk about that psychology here in just a moment. Thank you all for tuning in April 16th. 12 p.m. noon right here in Israel. I'll be hosting a live podcast with our friends over at Cyfluencer and Panerais. Go sign up now. The event is linked in the show notes. I'll also be sharing it on my LinkedIn page. We'll also be putting it on our YouTube channel. Go sign up. Attendance is, is free. Just come hang out with us 12 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, April 16th at the Panerai offices in Tel Aviv. Come join us, their brand new building, which is stunning by the way. You can actually see it from the airplane flying in. I know, cause I looked for it and found it, thanks to my buddy Demi. All right, now, before we get started on this morning's show, join me. I've got my espresso this morning. It's lovely, it's amazing, it's delicious, it's good. Join me in a coffee cup, cheers y'all. And I know I said this morning, even though it's afternoon, but it's always that kind of deal. All right, cyberhubpodcast.com, where you can find all the lists, make sure to subscribe. MSI is confirming a cyber attack and that resulted in system disruption and possible exposure to firmware image manipulation. In an online notice posted by MSI that described the incident as a network anomaly said it was immediately activated relevant defense mechanisms after identifying the intrusion. Currently, the affected systems have gradually resumed normal operations. There's been no significant impact on the financial business. This matches yesterday's statement. The group uh, comes after a ransomware attack by known as money message boasted on its leak website about hacking the company infrastructure. The group claims to have gained access to internal MSI databases, private key source code, and BIOS firmware. Money message also claims to have all of the tools it needs to create malicious BIOS images and sign them. MSI urges users to obtain the firmware BIOS update only from its official website and to not use any files from sources other than the company's official website. That's something to keep in mind. Um, obviously being that they're located in Taipei, Taiwan, and with the recent kind of Chinese tension on their targeting um, um, Taiwanese organizations and Taiwan as a whole, you're probably, we're probably gonna see more and read more into this here uh, over the next few weeks. KFC Pizza Hut owner Yum Brands is disclosing a data breach after a recent ransomware attack. Yum Brands, the owner of KFC Pizza Hut and all of our favorite Taco Bell, Fast Food Chains is now sending data breach notification letters to an undisclosed number of individuals whose PII was stolen in a January 13th ransomware attack. This comes after the company said that some data was stolen from its network and has no evidence that the the, the attackers exfiltrated any customer information. The data breach notification letter sent to affected people starting on Thursday. Young Brands revealed it has now found that attackers stole some individual personal information, including name, driver license number, and other ID card information. This is likely going to be more employee related than customer related. The company also added that an ongoing investigation has not found evidence that the stolen data had been used for any identity theft or fraud. As a direct result of the January ransomware attack, Young Brands was forced to shut down nearly 300 restaurants in the UK on January 18th when they announced the ransomware attack that impacted certain IT systems, which resulted in the closure of nearly fewer than 300 restaurants in one market for one day. You can imagine the financial loss there. They have incurred and may continue to incur certain expenses related to the attack including responding, remediating, and investigating the matter, and maybe upping your cyber security budget just a little bit more as well. So no further news there. Criminals have flooded the NPM open source package repository for Node JavaScript with bogus packages that briefly even resulted in a denial-of-service attack. The threat actors created malicious websites and published empty packages with links to, the, to those malicious websites, taking advantage of the open source ecosystem's good reputation on search engine, this coming according to Checkmark's Joseph Harush Kaduri in a report published last week. The attacks caused a denial of service that made NPM unstable with sporadic service unavailable errors. While similar campaigns were recently observed propagating phishing links, the latest wave uh, pushed the number of packages versions to 1.42 million, a dramatic uptick from the nearly 800,000 packages released on NPM the attack technique leverages the fact that open source repositories are ranked higher on search engine results to create rogue websites and upload empty NPM modules with links to those sites in the readme.md uh, files. So, other check marks points out that there were multiple actors behind the activity. The end goal is to infect the victim system with, with malware such as Redline Stealer, uh, Globeteba, Smoke Loader, and the Cryptocurrency Miners. Other links take users through a series of intermittent pages that ultimately lead to a legitimate e-commerce site like AliExpress with referral IDs, earning the actors a profit when the victims make a purchase on the platform. So both good and bad there. Over 1 million WordPress websites are estimated to have been infected by an ongoing campaign to deploy a malware called Balata Injector since 2017. The... Massive campaign for Godaddy Securi leverages all known and recently discovered theme and plugin vulnerabilities to breach WordPress sites. The attacks are known to play out in waves, once every few weeks. The campaign is easily identified by its preference for string .dot from char code obfuscation, the use of freshly registered domain names hosting malicious scripts on random subdomains, and by redirects to various scam sites. According to Dennis uh, Sigibu, uh, Singabuco. Sorry, Dennis, I apologize for not saying your last name correctly. The website uses fake tech support, fraudulent lottery wins, and rogue captcha pages urging users to turn on notification, please allow to verify that you're not a robot, thereby enabling the actors to send spam ads. The report builds on recent findings from Dr. Web, which detailed the Linux malware family that exploited flaws in more than two dozen plugin and themes to compromise vulnerable WordPress sites. Balata Injector has relied on over 100 domains and a plethora of methods to take advantage of known security flaws with the attackers primarily attempting to obtain database credentials in the wpconfig.php. So there's that and you want to make sure you're updating your plugins and uh, backgrounds there as well urgently in WordPress. An app for sale, cybercriminals are selling Android hacks for up to $20,000 a pop. The marketplace for malicious Google Play applications and app takeover tools is thriving thanks to a now-novel hacking technique and lacks enterprise security among app developers. In an April 10th blog post, researchers from Kaspersky published a result of a broad study of nine of the most popular dark web forums, tracking activity from 2019 to 2023, They found a thriving marketplace of buyers and sellers trading access to app developer accounts, botnets, and malicious Android applications, sometimes for thousands of dollars at a time depending on the app and its complexity, according to the report. In some cases, particularly useful wares like source code that can borrow you into an existing cryptocurrency or dating app on Google Play are going for multiple thousands of dollars simply because of the upside of those types of apps the attackers find a way to bypass security scanners then the people developing the security scanners deploy patches to ensure that it doesn't happen again and then the attackers find new flaws and that's the circle but just like any security solution that exists in the world it's not 100 effective according to Kaspersky every scanner contained flaws that threat actors exploit to upload malware to google play generally speaking there are two common ways to sneak malware into the app store one involves Uploading a perfectly harmless app to the marketplace, then after it's approved, or even better after after if it's secured a substantial enough audience, they push an update containing malicious code. Alternatively, they may use compromised legitimate app developers latching onto their account to upload malware to existing apps. App developer accounts can be cracked more easily without strong password policies and MFA in place. In some cases, credential leaks can do most of the job for the criminals, providing the login necessary. So Google... Android and and, and Google apps remain critical, and that's where we as practitioners really have to insist on having good containers for our data within Android devices, making sure we're separating the OSs, that becomes so, so critical. Microsoft and Fortra are getting legal permission to counter cobalt strike abu- uh, abuse. Microsoft and two partner organizations have been granted a court order to go after cyber infrastructure associated with the rampant abuse of cobalt strike, which is a legitimate testing tool that attackers have used to wreak havoc on the healthcare industry. In the, An initiative announced Thursday, the company's Digital Crimes Unit, alongside the nonprofit Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center, and software maker Fortress working to disrupt cracked legacy copies of Cobalt Strike and abused Microsoft software, which have been used by criminals to distribute malware, including ransomware. Fortress Cobalt Strike is an adversary simulator and pen testing software used by Red Teams to detect vulnerabilities and plan response. On March 31st, the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of New York issued an order allowing the three entities to go after the malicious infrastructure used in attack, in attacks such as command and control servers, Doing so enables us to notify relevant internet service providers and computer emergency readiness teams who assist in taking the infrastructure offline, effectively severing the connection between criminal operators and infected victim computers, according to Microsoft. This is a global scrooge using detection analysis, telemetry, and reverse engineering. Microsoft have have tracked infrastructure worldwide, including China, the US, and Russia. They've observed nation-state groups in Russia, China, Vietnam, and Iran using cracked copies of cobalt strikes. The recent was used by Conti to infiltrate the government of Costa Rica, and we saw what that did there. So hopefully that's very successful. And now to this story by The Hill, where more Americans now fear cyber attack than nuclear attack. Americans now see cyber attack as the greatest threat facing the country, according to two recent polls, suggesting the, the cyber fears have outflanked concerns over climate change, immigration, terrorism, or nuclear weapons. The national obsession with computer on computer attack, documented in a 2023 Gallup poll and a 2022 Pew Research survey, come at a time when cyber attacks seemed to be everywhere and nowhere. Most Americans would be hard pressed to name the recent act of cyber uh, terrorism that claimed American lives or plunged the nation in economic chaos. Yet the daily news cycle brims with accounts of rising cyber tensions more than any past cyber attacks. Perhaps American fear the attack is yet to come. We know that terrorist organization, terrorist groups are recruiting young computer specialists. According to Scott White, who's an associated professor and director of the cybersecurity program at the George Washington University, it's no longer bombs. It's can you launch a cyber attack from a safe haven country against the United States? In a, the Gallup poll published last month, 84% of respondents rated cyberterrorism as a critical threat, ranking it above ranking it above 10 other fears, including international terrorism, global warming the conflict between Russia and the Ukraine and Iran's nuclear program. In a Pew survey published last June, 71% of Americans rated cyber attacks from other countries as a major threat, ranking them above China or Russia's global power and influence, global warming, and infectious disease. By the way, China and Russia's power and influence rise is due to cyber threats. Um, they're, They're coming at us. They're cutting our organizations. They're stealing IP. They're defrauding at least $10 billion a year this is no joke here. The fact that Americans are paying more attention to this is very, very uh, uh, good for us as practitioners. This shows the fact that that people do care. It's a great way to build relationships across the organizations. It's a great way to break down walls that exist. And it's a great way for cybersecurity practitioners, CISOs, directors, VPs, or even an analyst or a GRC audit function to go through these steps and explain the dangers that exist for organizations there. There's nothing more important than that right now for us. I wrote a blog on Sunday that's available on our website at cyberhelppodcast.com on how and, and on my Substack, by the way, where um, the geopolitical landscape that's shifting right now, we're in the midst of a global shift in geopolitics. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea have created an axis. Iran's been let into that access because of how they're supporting Russia. China sees the Russia and Ukraine war as keeping the West occupied while it makes its moves, moves in the South China Sea. China and Russia are offering Iran additional cyber capabilities and tools, they're training their teams. What when Trump took uh, when President Trump took uh Khomeini, um sorry, um, um, the 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 general Um, I forgot the name of the Iranian general. Uh, I have a blog all about that one as well. When he took him off the battlefield in January of 2020, there was a significant blow to Iran because of the relationships he had. Well, now the new president of Iran has really aligned himself with China and Russia. And so China and Russia see as Iran as being a disruptor to the West. And our foreign policy along the west is 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 faltering right now it really is uh, people are not trading in the u.s dollar anymore there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on all of that's available in the blog you go into extensive detail uh as to why this is happening so seeing this is actually um reaffirming of that so we've got a lot of work to do as cybersecurity professionals that's it for our show today we'll be back tomorrow with a whole lot more thank you all for tuning in thanks for being part of the program have a great rest of your day and most importantly stay cyber safe